Blog Talk Radio. or a solstice, which will help us all to prepare. And I think that is very valuable because I am about to bring on the line in just a moment the wonderful Sonia Grace. Now, Sonia is both an author and very much a guide and a healer and a mystic and an inspiration to us all. She is the author of Become an Earth Angel, Advice and Wisdom for Finding Your Wings and Living in Service, which is her latest book. Yet also her early book is so very relevant here, which is Earthways, Healing Medicine for the Soul, a Practical Guide for Ceremonies for the Earth. And we are invited to enter in to the sacredness of ceremony more and more during our walks with this planet here and during our walk of life. And that's what Sonia invites us to do. Just a little bit more about Sonia. She has been helping people really with balance and with seeing clearly and just helping them with healing and in so many ways for over 30 years. We are always blessed to have her here with us because she has been on Coast to Coast AM more than once. She's making appearances worldwide, and she's just been on these wonderful journeys as well. And I know she has some beautiful projects in the works, and you can learn all about Sonia at her website, soniagrace.com, which I hope you do explore after the program today. And I am just so happy to bring Sonia Grace on the line. Welcome back, Sonia. Thank you, Susan. It's great to be here. I'm really happy that we have been able to share and, and connect 
at the solstice or the equinox. It's it's always it's always been my favorite time in in the year and the passing. But it's so great that I now think, oh, good, I get to talk to Susan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so thank you. You know, it's funny. I feel the same way. Oh, good, mm-hmm. I get to talk to Sonia, and and yeah. I'm sure what's happening out there is people are saying, oh, good, we get to hear Sonia and Susan talk again, and I, I'm just so delighted that you're here again. Dear soul, you're you. you're just a the, the most dear person, and I am just so happy to have you here. And I, I told Sonia, I'll tell the audience, that I'm coming to this show very, very open because yoga started up for me again this week. And actually, I had been out of yoga for a while for a variety of reasons, and I restarted. And so that just really was a beautiful clearing, and, and I'm just feeling wonderful energy tonight. Good. Good. I'm really glad. That's a really good way to raise your vibration, by the way, for all of you listeners. You know, if you feel like you're stuck or your energy's kind of at a low hum, you know, sit down on the floor, do do get yourself into child's pose, do a little yoga. It helps clear the body, it helps clear the mind. And, you know, it's not requiring you to be a pretzel. You can certainly just mm-hmm. do some easy stretching and raise your vibration in in that way as well. But yoga is a wonderful way, and I'm I'm so glad that you're you're mentioning your class because I'm um, I love it. I teach it. I'm teaching what a, a form of yoga that is my own creation. Mm-hmm. It's called it's called cellular yoga, and I teach it at all of my meditation retreats. My next one that's coming up is in Lumeria, Maui, in October, and it's a an hour class. But I really have people go in and literally work within the cellular structure of their body while we're doing yoga and it's it's pretty amazing you'll have to you'll have to come be with me and try that (laughs) (laughs) that must be phenomenal and i will tell the audience i know firsthand what kind of cellular work and the sorts of meditations um even independent of yoga that you do because i experienced that firsthand in Mm -hmm. los angeles as did a number of people in the audience and that it's truly phenomenal what you're able you help us i mean you you just mm-hmm. guide us to mm-hmm. to these wonderful spaces and well, and, and the cellular work is unique thank you and i you know i just really want to do a special shout out to all of my lovely friends and family who are listening out on the hopi reservation mm-hmm. and also to my cousin who i'm so proud of because she served in the military, and she's really making an effort to help other people in the military recover and get through post-traumatic stress. And, you know, she's just such a, a bright light for many people who have been in the service. And we were with her and my aunt at, at a powwow up in Washington this last weekend. And, you know, it was really just wonderful. It's it, it, it's um, I love community. I love being able to come together in the communities that we have and celebrate, you know, our veterans and our yeah. Native people who are um, doing so much, I mean, so much in the world and, and, and contributing so much. And I'm, I'm just so happy to get to um, say hi to everybody. My, I've got clients and friends and all kinds of people listening tonight. Uh-huh. I'm so glad you guys are all here with me. And um, I, I'm happy to to say to you, Susan, that that there's been 
so much fear around this time of year. There's yeah. been a lot of hype about, oh, my God, you know, the end of September is the end of the world. Oh, and, you know, it's know. once again, it's time for the end of the world. I think we've yep. had at least, you know, 20, 30 of those during our lifetimes. It's time for the end mm-hmm. of the world again. And I just am happy to share with everyone it's not the end of the world. So you can all just across your foreheads and <laughs> okay. And we'll get on with the, with the autumn equinox. Um, yes. But, 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 you know, but what we're going through and, and what I really wanted to share tonight is we're going through so many changes. And so everyone's kind of and this anticipation of something's coming, something's happening. There's, I know there's something coming. Well, yes, there is. There's a lot coming. There's yeah. a lot that will change. And guaranteed living on the earth and living on this planet, we are guaranteed change. You know, I don't care what time period it is. I don't care what century you're in. There's going to be change. And we're in a big changing circle with the earth right now. And this is what we're all feeling, that anticipation of, okay, I can feel her shifting and moving underneath my feet. Maybe there's no earthquakes going on, but you feel it because you get the energy coming up through the soles of your feet. Your body's feeling it. We're also feeling it in the electromagnetic field, and we're feeling it in the stratosphere of the Earth. And, you know, our our whole protection around the Earth, you know, kind of ebbs and flows a little bit. And we, you know, it weakens, it gets strong. And we're we're really, we're, we're so sensitive. I don't care who you are, what you do on the planet. Humans are designed to be sensitive. You know, and if you think about, Maybe somebody in your family, that old Uncle Henry, oh, he's not sensitive at all. He's just a big old, you know, you know, whatever. I mean, it's it's like he is. He's just covering it up. You know, yeah. we learn to cover that sensitivity up so that we aren't maybe showing the world that we have this sensitive side. But everybody's sensitive. So that's what you're feeling. You're feeling the earth getting ready to do her thing, and she's doing it every day. She's shifting and changing. We just had big earthquakes down in Chile, Uh, and my prayers go out to those people, and I really, you know, I got that notice the minute it happened and just started asking the angels to go down there and help those people because even though we don't see it, you know, blow by blow on the news, um, they're going through a lot, and a lot of people are displaced and have nowhere to go. There's a lot of flooding. So my prayers go out to them, and I I just want people to know that this is a part of living on Earth. You know, we're so smart now. We have the Internet. We can see what's going on on the other side of the planet, whereas, you know, 100 years ago, no, we, we couldn't see that, and we didn't have that. And and now we're just we're we're a little jumpy because we're kind of ahead of the game, yeah. <laughs> you know. We've got you know, an app for that. <laughs> it's true. You know, I saw the most fascinating article recently, Sonia, about the Pacific Northwest and indigenous peoples, the legends that they had, which were real, about the periodic earthquakes we have here and how they learned to integrate this but they passed down the tradition like things like you know always have a canoe tied to a rope to a tree if you live near the coast one group Mm -hmm. had that and and they're uncovering 
all of this. And mm-hmm. and they were saying it's reminiscent of how um, one of the tsunamis, oh, it was some, might have been the Indonesia one, I think. There was a group mm-hmm. that survived. You know, all these people had issues. Them and the mm-hmm. elephants, I mean, a lot of people heard about that, but, you know, that's an interesting thing, too. But just, it's as if, Sonia, and this is where mm-hmm. I feel you have done a lot of work, we are reconnecting to this wisdom. And people like you are bringing it it forward again, and it can help us so that we can be in communion with even the more dramatic passages that the earth goes through, just as they were. Right, right, exactly. And, you know, I mean, I'm chuckling as you say this because I, I made my husband go out and buy a raft. (laughs) <laughs> so we had a raft <laughs> we had a raft Uh-oh. close by you know in case there was flooding it's well, at least we have a raft you uh-huh. know but, uh-huh. it's, but yeah i mean it's there's 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 a practicality in our thinking that needs mm-hmm. to be in place we all need to be smart because it's like when you go out into the woods and you go camping you know you take certain things because you're being a smart camper you take a shovel you know, you take some water, you take a knife so you can cut the rope because the rope is too long and you got to tie this off. You know, it's like you take certain things, you're being smart, and we have to be smart. And we can't be the victim anymore because now yeah. we're in this higher frequency. We're in the fifth dimension, and for the first time in this higher frequency that we're in, we're, we're, we're no longer able to maintain the victim role. It just doesn't yeah. work. And people are finding that when they give their lives over to being in service, I'm going to be in service. Whatever I'm doing, I'm working in Starbucks making coffee, I'm working in a factory, you know, making uh, tires, you know, whatever it is, we are putting ourselves in service on a higher spiritual level, a higher spiritual calling. Everything flows. It's like everything just bam, bam, bam goes through. But if we insist on acting the way that we were in the fourth dimension, which ended a couple years ago, um, I'm watching a lot of people just continually beat their head against the wall. But I have two degrees. I'm supposed to get a job (laughs) in my field. How Uh come I'm not getting a job? I mean, they're angry. Uh And they've been trying for, you know, for years to get a job in their field and they're not getting it. And again, it's like, where do we humble ourselves and say, okay, I'm going to listen to the universe because obviously the universe has a better plan here for me than my two degrees and my expectation that I'm supposed to have a job doing this. Yes. Yes. And, Mm -hmm. and I can vouch for many of us who have multiple degrees that, that we not are not necessarily pursuing those areas. Or even more interesting, Sonia, this is something I'm noticing personally, and many of my listeners know that I'm a computer scientist, and I have you know degrees in math and computer science. Very, very afield from, from a spiritual show, it seems. But you know what? Not so much mm-hmm. lately, Sonia. And I'm, I would mm-hmm. bet this is true for others. To look for those ways when you're in service, every single part of what we've done those parts that really matter are starting to come up as threads to weave into this higher work. That's what mm-hmm. I'm starting to see, and, and I'll bet your clients, if they look, are mm-hmm. starting to see that too. Right, The parts right. that matter. There, there's, a, there's a surrendering. There's a surrendering. We've been in resistance for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, we resist all kinds of things. 
You know, in the in the seventies, we resisted the Russians. Oh my God, the Russians are coming! <laughs> you know, and it, you know, in the eighties, we resisted more of you know all kinds of things that were coming at us. And then in the nineties, oh my God, you know, I mean, there's so many things you can think of as a collective we've resisted, but individually we also resist things. We resist our pain. We resist. You know, hearing what someone might have to say to us from our family, and because it's not very nice, we resist, resist, resist. Instead of just opening up to everything and going, "Huh, wow, isn't that interesting?" Because you know, there's something that's being said here, even though it's hurtful and it's mean and it's it's it feels like it's attacking me. But perhaps there's some part of that I really can own, and I can be a bigger person to forgive them for saying that. And not be in resistance of it, but but kind of the Aikido approach, you know, roll with it, roll through it, flow mm-hmm. through it, be able to get to the other side of it. So there isn't more resistance because that very resistance that I'm talking about is what's caused wars for centuries. It's what's caused, you know, so much of the demise of, of the human population. We, we We just get into this big state of resistance. You know, yes. you will, yes. you know, you will follow my rule. No, I won't. Well, sometimes it's good to resist, yeah, and we, you know, we have change. But when we are resisting things within ourselves and the change within ourselves, then we learn that we are really our, our own worst enemy. You know, yes. we, we are we, we are causing our own problem. So, so in this new frequency, this fifth dimension, we got all this stuff going on, you know, everybody's feeling it we're feeling this anticipation that something's coming something's going to happen i personally you know as a mystic and a healer believe that the big changes that are coming are with the earth i think that's what we all need to be prepared for i I, and and i'm not saying this from a place of fear i'm saying this it's all gradual it's all little baby steps you know i've never I, I don't think the earth is just going to wallop us left, right, and be done. <laughs> I think it's just You know, some people say that, like it's just going to take revenge on us. You know, I've I heard know. that fear-based <laughs> view so many times that, you know, the earth is just going to throw us off because of what we've done. It, it's not like that. There is a no. true, I mean, there's a love relationship here between the earth and humanity but there are lessons i mean there are lessons no doubt oh there's definitely lessons and i think that that you know again as a species we're evolving we we are evolving and in our evolutionary process and being in a higher frequency people are connecting spiritually they're they're wanting to know what their purpose is i talked to a client today and there was a lot of distress about you know but i'm working this job but i don't feel like I'm in purpose and mm-hmm. and I I really could see very clearly that he was in purpose he was very much yeah. in purpose he simply did not understand how he was serving the people that he was with and working with and working around and that he was yeah. very much in service. And, you know, to all of you who are out there scratching your head going, God, I don't know what my purpose is and I want to know what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, it really the doing is about being present in the moment and for all of yeah. us to really be present. And most of us don't know what even what that means, yeah. you know, because most of us are engaged in feeling somehow like we're in control or we have to be in control 
or we're looking for some sense of security because we need to feel secure, or we want somebody's approval that we're okay and what we're doing is okay. And yeah. and those three things can be lined up in all different kinds of ways. You know, you want someone's approval so you can feel secure, so you can actually control the situation. You know, they, the the three things will be in, you know, combination of or just one or the other. If we can let that stuff go, I don't need to be in control of anything. I don't need to feel secure because I feel secure within myself. And I don't need anyone's approval because I've given that approval to myself. When we can really be in that space and notice that our words are coming from Mm -hmm. that place, Mm -hmm. then we've arrived. Then we're in the moment. And and, and being in our purpose, you know, what is that purpose? It's it's that. It's about being present and being in the moment. Because if you are in the moment, nothing else matters. All that stuff in the past, it's in the past. All that stuff that's coming in the future, it's in the future. You're you're in this moment right now. See, everybody who's listening, I just felt you guys, you all just dropped in. Boom. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I could feel like the whole collective group just go, okay, I'm present. So yeah. now that you've all arrived, <laughs> I'm so glad because because we have this moment together. And as we get more adept to being in the moment, the moment expands. And this is the cool thing where time and space become sort of this, you know, accordion of, oh, yeah, it expanded. And the moment is longer and it's bigger or it's, you know, it's narrowed in. How many of you have gone to work and you've had five minutes and it's supposed to be ten to get there? But you made it in five. How did you do that? How did you defy time and space and make it to work in five minutes when it's a ten-minute drive? It's that. It's because you dropped in, you focused, you expanded time and space, and you've made it. You know, I've noticed, and I know that sometimes people who observe me and who work with me, they wonder, how in the heck is she walking in nature so much? Because I share, you know, nature Mm -hmm. things. And do you know what I have found? And I wish more people could discover this. And not everyone has you know, a really flexible schedule, and mine isn't always either, but it's something about time, Sonia. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It, it's almost like if you do the illogical thing sometimes, it, it's the right thing because mm-hmm. um, there have been days where I have so much to do, and I mm-hmm. think, okay, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to go today. And then suddenly I just say, nope, you have to go. And then everything else opens up in the day. I mean, mm-hmm. all the all the time I needed is there, and yes. it, it's it's because and I feel we need to listen more, don't we, Sonia? Really mm-hmm. listen instead yes. of getting stuck in what we should do mm-hmm. in these routines mm-hmm. that we think we have to follow all the time. Well, and yes, absolutely, and also, you know, our society creates, breeds, breathes. Uh, this, this, you know, let's 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 get everything on the outside. We're not taught in our society to go within and really get centered and find that approval from within, find that security from within. We're really taught to find all that stuff outside of ourselves. Look at magazines. Look at the fashion industry. Look at the, you know, food, just the issue of food. You know, we go outside of ourselves for nourishment. We go outside of ourselves for approval, all of it. 
And the more, and again, this is like, you know, my big message for the autumn equinox, the more that you can go within in the way that the trees are going to start to go within, they're going to drop their leaves, you're going to release all that stuff that you've been holding on to, the more that you can center in to being in that moment and really understand that all the things that you're seeking, all the things that you want out of life are truly within you. Yes, we do need to call upon assistance for certain things and maybe have a teacher in our life that we can learn other things from, you know, have your very special dentist who does your dental work because you're, you, you trust them, you know, have your, your experts that do the things that you need. But for the most part, start retraining yourself to go within and to give yourself that approval and that love because, boy, we it's just such an automatic setup when we say, okay, well, I have to go outside of myself to get these things. And yeah. sometimes, you know, it's a, it's a tough climb. It's very hard. Yeah. 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 Well, One of the things that people have brought up to me a lot, Susan, is uh, Mercury retrograde, and I did yes, want to speak on that. Definitely. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I think laughed. we've all noticed it this time, and I was commenting on that. Just and sometimes it's the little ways that it that it shows up, but also just you know sometimes communications just are breaking down a little bit here and there. <clears throat> and so, what can we do to work in this energy? Well, Mercury retrograde um, is is often defined by many astrologers as, you know, a little more challenging time if you have to catch a plane or, you know, be on time, get, catch a, a train or, you know, be at a meeting or whatever. There's a whole kind of time-space thing that happens that can hose things up, you know, make it a little more difficult. Don't sign a contract when Mercury's retrograde. A lot of people say those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Personally, so, for me, because yeah. I, don't, I don't, you know, advertise myself as an astrologer. I love astrology, and I really mm-hmm. consider myself sort of a secret um, undercover junior astrologer <laughs> because I love, I love the planets and I love looking at things but i don't i don't boast that title i just say you know this is what i get this is how i perceive this energy i believe that mercury retrograde the higher octave of it is it's a giant do over for everybody you know yeah. maybe maybe last month you had a conversation with somebody and it didn't go very well and you feel uh-huh. bad about that and you want to make it right well do it during mercury retrograde because it's a big do over it's like okay call that person up I want to have coffee. Let's have a conversation. And you find yourself patching everything up, and it's okay. It's like because you have this chance to to do over what maybe you didn't get to do right the first time. And that's the beautiful thing about being human is we're not yeah. perfect. We're always learning. We're always making mistakes, and we're always trying again, you know, do it again. Get back up on the horse. I'm going to try this again. And and Mercury retrograde to me is a fabulous time because the things that you didn't get to do, the projects that didn't get complete, maybe something that you've been dreaming you want to really have happen, this is a great time to go back and revisit your steps and understand where you can do it over. <laughs> I love that way of looking at it because it's mm-hmm. a positive way. It's a mm-hmm. it's an active way. Versus a victim way, 
Because so often, even and I even fell into it a little bit. Oh yeah, this is happening. Mm -hmm. We have to let go of that. You look at this Mm -hmm. in a in a very positive, empowered way, and that's the Mm -hmm. way of the fifth dimension, isn't it? It really is. I I mean, the doom and gloom astrology is like it's not happening anymore (laughs) Mm because we can't be in doom and gloom. There, there, there really is. Um, such a split, there is such a split happening, I've talked about this on your show before, in, in dualism, in our understanding of what's right and wrong and good and bad. It's literally like splitting apart. And we're watching it, it hugely in front of our eyes between countries, between groups of people, you know, the really big versions of this split. And we're also watching it within uh, communities, families, uh, belief systems. They're wrong. We're right. We're right. They're wrong. You know, all of that stuff is going on, but it's amplified. And as we move further into fifth dimension, it's going to keep splitting apart. Because yeah. here, here's the key. Here's the big key. Because everybody on the planet has the core wounding of separation. And so with that core wounding of separation, meaning we all, you know, are are from source, creator, God, we're all from that place. When we come through and incarnate into human form, we feel that core wounding of being separated from source. So literally we're experiencing this huge example of separation just like all of us walk around through our lives and reenact our emotional wounds from childhood because we're trying to heal. We keep reenacting things. It's a big, big separation experience for everyone. And the way to survive this splitting apart dualism is to go inside. That is your safe haven, you guys. It's to go inside and to sit in meditation, to close your eyes. Maybe you don't meditate. Maybe you just close your eyes and put your focus on growing big roots like a tree down into the earth from your body. That would be great. Connect with the earth. But that's a way to quiet the mind and to go within. Because the more we go outside of ourselves, the more chaotic it's going to be the more upsetting you might experience that to be, um, the more you might feel out of balance. And the interesting thing about Mercury retrograde is Mercury's in Libra. And Libra's all about balance. So what a great time for all of us to go, wow, am I in balance? Do I have my balance? Woo, I don't think I have my balance. Okay, and we all get a chance to try to find our balance during this Mercury retrograde. And if you look outside of yourself to find your balance, going to be a lot harder than if you go inside you know i can i i'm always astounded at how intuitive you are sonia because today for me personally has been a day about balance even in yoga Mm -hmm. and in other ways i Mm -hmm. was looking at Mm -hmm. at balance and Mm -hmm. it's true that um you know I have to say, I mean, just back to yoga and meditation again. Um, in fact, this is what my teacher said tonight, which is funny, is is just, um, and I'm still quite a beginner, by the way. To those of you in the audience who think everyone on the radio is an expert person in meditation or yoga or whatever, I'm not. I'm learning. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I'm starting to see is how um, – these experiences we have, like like if we're in yoga and we're learning balance, it actually radiates into other places. 
You know, the message is greater than just the fact, okay, I'm standing here trying to learn this pose, which involves a lot of balance. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, um, it goes, it, and that's the whole point. It, it, it helps us to go within, and, and it mm-hmm. influences things far beyond the physical, for mm-hmm. sure. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I think learning how to balance while we're standing up, you know, on one foot, even if you just lift your foot slightly off the ground and practice balancing by lifting that that leg up a little bit is really helpful. It's very beneficial to mm-hmm. the whole concept of balance to your body, to your core muscles working. It's it's all it's it's all really good stuff. And if you if you're kind of teetery, make sure you stand next to a a, a wall where you could hold on to a chair yeah. or a wall if you're going to try that. Um, the other thing that's happening is the big planet Pluto, which is, you know, the big bad, you know, ooh, death and rebirth, drug, sex, and rock and roll planet. You know, <laughs> this big giant planet has been retrograde itself, and it goes direct on the 25th. And it's gonna, it's in Capricorn. And, you know, Capricorn can be really um, fun in a head-butting kind of way. And yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to go direct, which means it's going to lighten up a little bit on the 25th and we'll start getting a little bit lighter in the process of, you know, really examining what what we're all doing and how we're all transforming. Sometimes this whole transformational thing in the in the spiritual community feels really, you know, fight or flightish. Like people are running, <laughs> like there's a fire yeah. behind them. <laughs> I gotta get out of here, you know. And they're running really yeah. fast, yeah. and it's. I, I just keep telling people, don't let the outer energy of time and space moving faster get you into that momentum where you feel like you have to run. It's that's when you need to sit down and anchor in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, how much do you feel it helps? If someone out there, and I know we've talked of this before, but I always feel, um, especially since I do know tonight we're going out to to a very broad audience, um, to all of Blog Talk Radio land, Mm -hmm. um, people may say, um, I have trouble meditating. Classic thing that that people say. How uh, You're quite the teacher of meditation, Sonia, and, and can you help people to to enter into to better understanding how they can get past that blockage of right there. I can hear them saying it right now, some of them. But I can but, too. But I yes. don't know how. I don't know how. How can you right. help them right, right okay, now? Okay, well, okay, so the first thing I want to say, and I say this because it's such a great tool, I have a meditation CD on my website, also an MP3 download. It has my grounding meditation. That is the platform that I teach from. I use this meditation in all meditation retreats that I teach, all workshops, all trainings. Everything that I do is from this meditation because it grounds each energy center. It's taking the energy from your body and it's grounding it deep into the earth. And I gave a great example to a client earlier today about grounding one's energy. And I said, you know, sometimes when you walk down the street, and you see a gal and she's really attractive, your energy from your second chakra, your lower belly, might kind of leap out in, you know, like, wow, she's really pretty. And, you know, you've kind of got that sexual energy that just comes out of, your, out of you and, you know, is connecting up. And I said, that's what we all do 
in one form or another. Maybe it's from the third chakra. It's the power center. You know, you feel threatened by somebody who's come into your turf, and that energy just goes leaping out of your third chakra and bam, gets that other person. It's when we are inappropriate, even though most of us are unaware that we're being inappropriate, when we are inappropriate with our energy and it's leaping out of our bodies, that's actually the first step to creating more karma. Yeah. Because our energy is now engaging with another person's energy. And that is the very thing that gets that whole, you know, okay, the karma wheel's spinning, we're going to create more karma now. And so if we can ground our energy into the earth, that's the first step towards, you know, really taking responsibility for you, for all of you. And I do not teach a third eye meditation. I've done a lot of that, of course, in my own yoga mm-hmm. practice. And with other teachers, I find that my grounding meditation, where we focus on each of the chakras and grounding the energy and then connecting, you know, with our higher selves and, and source and the earth, um, brings people into a state of balance so that they're able to drop down into the belly or into the heart and, you know, and really do sort of a deeper form of meditation. I have a a client who recently was diagnosed with a brain tumor and the brain tumor was the size of a, um, the size of a softball. And he, yeah, brave, brave man. He got yeah. um, my he got my meditation CD, and he did that every day, and to the point where he said he knows it by heart. But he's practicing it all the time, mm-hmm. and I tell you, he was in such a good state. I worked on him. I worked on that tumor the whole week prior to his surgery, and it just it it came out beautifully in surgery. Oh, he was so ready i mean he came out of that anesthesia he was talking he was out of the hospital in three days i mean it was like bing bang boom and i really attribute a lot of that to his preparation and what he did and then he really got into you know what that means to have his energy grounded and to be in that meditative state so for those of you who say "Eh, i can't meditate i don't like to meditate you know there's other forms of meditation and there's other ways of getting the mind quiet, and I highly recommend my meditation CD. I I really do, because it's helped so many people learn how to meditate. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I do hope people take advantage of that, because I think that, um, you know, there are approachable ways. And I'll tell you, Sonia, um, another thing that I'd like to point out is um, I feel like, you know, many of us may find ourselves in a role where we're supporting a loved one who's having a health situation. And, you know, and I found myself in that situation um, last, last year, and I really feel you begin to see how the work really manifests into um, just, just being able to bring a greater, more more still um, energy to the whole situation. And, and that may seem really obvious, but it actually mm-hmm. radiates outwards is what mm-hmm. I have found. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. and it just, I am so thankful 
for the spiritual path and for things mm-hmm. that you and, and, you know, so many wonderful guests have helped me to learn, too, because mm-hmm. I learn right along with my audience, and I'm just, mm-hmm. you start to compare because you mm-hmm. start to say, mm-hmm. gosh, 10 years ago or, you know, 20 years ago, this would have been <clears throat> really hard, blah, 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 you know, and you really see the difference. and. Mm-hmm. So I I do hope and I do feel that more and more people out there, they just know. They know there's more. I know there's Mm -hmm. people listening out there right now, and I know this show, it's it's, um, getting highlighted, and people Mm -hmm. are coming, and they're just saying, you know, I know there's more. I know it. And they synchronistically came in, and they can find it. There is more. And, and, And there, you know... The thing I really want to impress upon everyone is that everyone has purpose. Everyone in every possible way that you contribute yourself to humanity has purpose. Now, you know, uh, let's just make up a fictitious person. You know, Bob Smith down the street who works his job at an electrical company every day, goes to work, comes home, you know, has dinner, goes to bed, goes back to work. He has purpose because not only is what he's doing something that is a service that one of us might need for our houses, the electric, you know, get the electrical fixed, but he also is serving the people that he comes into contact with. And I'm sure all of you have had an experience where maybe it's the person making your coffee or the person who, you know, bagged your groceries or maybe, you know, it's the electrician or it's somebody, the teacher at the school. Somebody has said something profound to you that you've just stood there and gone, wow, I can't believe you just said that to me. Yeah. See, this, yeah. Is, when we're in, this is when we're in purpose. And a lot of times we don't even know it's just that, you know, that moment that God and, you know, drops in and it comes out your mouth. And, and it's, it's important that we don't diminish our jobs and what we do, that, that, that all of these things, I'm so grateful to everybody for what they do and, you know, and, and, and for the help and the service that they give me when I'm out there in the world because I need help, you know, doing this or getting that or, you know, creating something. And, you know, this this idea that um, somehow that we need to be understanding our purpose better is simply, yeah. to me, understanding that the purpose that we all have is to love at the deepest level of our beings. Yes. That yes. is our greatest purpose, and that is the mission statement to humanity. In my first book, Angels in the 21st Century, I talk about this a lot, because we are so, we, we, you know, we come from the divine. We come from yeah. that source of God, and we are in physical form now having this great, you know, experience with a great dose of amnesia. And we have to remember <laughs> that it is our <laughs> mission to bring that incredible energy, that divine love into this physical experience. And most people experience that love you know, maybe to a, a two or three degrees, and we've got a million zillion degrees of it to experience. 
So then we amp it up a little bit. You know, we, we become parents. We have children. Okay, now it's like at a 120 degrees, and, you know, then it's at 5,000 degrees, and the grandkids came. Now it's at 20,000 degrees. You know what I mean? Like the love oh, just keeps definitely. expanding bigger and bigger. <laughs> but it's meant to expand bigger and bigger to everyone around the world. And I know yeah. many of you who know me have heard me say this so many times, but I don't think it's ever enough. I really don't. I think that we, you know, it's really easy for us to sit in some form of judgment and say, well, you know, those people, you know, they shouldn't be overrunning those other countries. And those people, they shouldn't be doing blah, blah, blah. And we all have this, you know, incredible ability to form some kind of, you know, idea, solution, judgment on what's happening. And I propose that we all just simply send out love. That's it. Just send out love. Because really, in the big picture, the creator, God, you know, great great spirit, understands and gets what really needs to happen here if we just provide the love. Yes. Yes. How oh, simple and how sublime. That, really. that be a, I mean, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That would be such a great Broadway musical if we just supply the love. I can hear it yes. now. <laughs> yes, and you know, it, it it really is that simple, and and mm-hmm. and yet, yeah. so often people miss that point, and and yet we it's there. We, we because we get caught up. Just what I was saying at the beginning of the show, we get caught up in everything that's outside of us. Yeah. We get caught up in the gossip. We get caught up in the jealousy. We get caught up in all of the competition. We're so caught up in all this stuff. We're not able to step back and say, whoa, wait a minute. First of all, simply, what do I feel? What am I feeling in my body? Well, my right foot hurts. My left knee's a little kind of wonky, and my right thigh's kind of, you know, like, check your body out, you guys. What do you feel in your body? Start there, and then go into closing your eyes, grow roots down into the ground from your body like you're a big tree. Really get grounded and then drop down into your belly. And what do I what do I feel down in my belly? You know, yeah. there's there's a lot of ways to really just drop in and check in with yourself. And it's much better, even though we're not trained to do this automatically, you can get into the habit of it to kind of check in with ourselves before we run and check in with, you know, twenty five thousand people on Facebook. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. You know that's the the funny thing. But I just saw you were so, you know, it's so funny when you were on the show. You just echo everything that I've been seeing lately. And I saw some <laughs> post on Facebook recently that said, "So if you have time to check Facebook, don't you have time to meditate?" Or you know, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. like you said, you know, check in, check in yes. with with ourselves. Um, I'm wondering if you might like to take a call. Because when we're doing prime time shows, we're getting more callers on the line. Well, certainly, absolutely, I'll take a call. Uh, okay, well, if I have a call at area code seven eight zero, and I'm pretty sure it's a regular caller to the show, um, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to bring this on the line just just okay. briefly tonight. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're at area code seven eight zero, I'm bringing you on the line right now. Hello, welcome. Hey Susan, it's Jay calling from Canada. How's it going? Well, hello, Jay. I had a feeling it was you. Do you have a question for, for Sonia? Hey, Sonia. I was listening to your uh, show. It's really, really enlightening. Thank you so much. Hi, Jay. Um, Thank you. 
Hey, you're welcome. My question regarding the Autumn Equinox celebration, just wondered how important is, is ritual, you know, for this you know, this Autumn Equinox, but on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Great question. Thank you a thousand times for asking that. I you're think welcome, it's re- welcome, welcome. I think it's really important. <laughs> I think it's really important because if we're not living tribally, if we're not living within our tribe within our village within our group of people that we practice our ritual whatever that is for you guys whatever religion you are whatever walk of life you come from you know there's there is that place of just being human on earth that we can connect and do our own form of ritual i personally love to go outside and just put my hands on the ground and say a prayer for the earth and and just feel love pouring out my heart into the earth. If I can't get out on the ground because it's pouring down rain, and yay if it's pouring down rain, <laughs> I do it in my house. And I put my hands on the floor, and I just feel love going into the earth and filling her up. Um, I, I think it's very important to do something every day. I go outside in the morning, you know, and I say my prayers to the sun, you know, and I, I do that every day because it's important that there is, for me, that there is that connection. You know, I see the son as my father, and I, I pray to him. I ask him for help. You know, I think it's important that, that this, this, this autumn equinox or the winter solstice or any of these markers that we have, that we acknowledge that, that we acknowledge that with a prayer to the earth, with, an, with a, a connection to the planet in that Right now, we're transitioning from that time of harvest and great abundance from all the crops that we grew and all the food that we gathered to a time now where we're going to be moving into the decline. We're going to start to see how the earth shows us, you know, the, the, the decay and the death that follows into winter. We're going to see how that transformation of these abundant, beautiful trees with fruit on them are now dropping all their leaves and they're going dormant. You know, the plants that you had in your field are now dying and they're going to get turned over when you plow the field. You know, all of these things have had their life and now they're going back into the earth just as we do. But we're so, so far from that. We're so removed from that process that we forget. So absolutely, Jay, I think it's super, super important to go out there you know, when, it's, when it is the equinox, I know we started this a little bit early, but midweek, go out there and mm-hmm. say your prayer to the earth. Give her your love. Yeah. And bless you for asking that question. Yeah. Thank you, Jay, for calling tonight. Thank you. Thanks, Jay. You're welcome. Thanks, Sonia. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Um, just a note to callers, we can't take too many, but I notice there's some out there who, if if you ever do want to come on the show, press 1 so I know that, that you want to come on, because otherwise there are people just listening on the teleconference line, which is always <laughs> good to know. If you're away from a computer, you can listen to this show as a teleconference. It's both a teleconference and an online show. So, so anyway, it's always nice to take a call, and as usual, time goes mm-hmm. by fairly quickly and we do have a, a little more time left but i i wanted as we as we really enter into the energy of this and truthfully sonia i feel across time that there mm-hmm. are people listening to this show on the equinox very much so mm-hmm. because you know mm-hmm. this show 
exists very much across time. They could even be listening on the equinox five years from now. I mean, yeah. we we just there is no time and there's no space. They can be anywhere, um, and so I feel um, you know as we as we move towards the end of the program. Um, right now, is there more that you can share with us, or you know, more regarding the autumn equinox itself, and you know, um, anything? If you want to read something from Earthways, perhaps, or mm-hmm. you know, is there something to help us really be in that sacred space? Well, sure. I mean, first thing I would ask is that everybody who's listening out there just close your eyes and just feel your body. Feel what your body feels like right now. And as I've said earlier, just feel like you're a tree and growing roots deep into the earth. And feel those roots stretching deep into the soil, down into the earth. And allow yourself to just check in with your breathing. How are you breathing? Is it shallow? If it is, take it down deeper into your belly, expanding your belly and releasing the air fully through your nose. If it's comfortable or through your mouth and just slow your breathing down check yourself out feel your energy really grounded into the earth and i want you to imagine this beautiful sacred tree this tree of life that's in front of you and you're looking up at this tree and you're noticing how grounded the tree is into the ground and how the branches are reaching up to the heavens. And I want you to sit and feel that energy within your own body, that you too are like a tree. You are a vessel, a sacred vessel for that energy that's reaching up to the heavens, coming down through the top of your head and those roots deep into the ground and the earth energy coming up through your trunk, and that beautiful alchemy of energy happening right at the heart, those two energies of God and the goddess mixing around in your heart, this beautiful energy we call love. And I want you to feel that energy expanding out now into your auric field, Your auric field is that big space around you. It's like a big bubble around you. It's your protection, your energy field, your electromagnetic field. Feel the love from your heart just expanding out around you, filling up your whole auric field. Yep, beautiful. Everybody, beautiful. I can see it. You guys are all like these bright lights that just lit up across the whole country. It's beautiful. And I want you to see that tree in front of you and remember that beautiful tree image so that when you sit in meditation, you're holding that image of that tree and you are like that tree. That tree is an image of you back. And in that space that you're holding, I'm going to read this Earthways Prayer for the Harvest. It is with the deepest gratitude that I thank you, Mother Earth, for my life and the continued abundance you provide. The air that I breathe, the water that I drink, are all because of you and your wondrous abilities to create an environment I can live in. With this prayer, I send my energy of love and healing to you, the goddess, for we are all living on your land, near and far, 
asking you receive this with the intention to give back to you. My corn is sweet, my squash is ripe, my tomatoes are in abundance. Thank you for this fall harvest and the opportunity to prepare for winter. Thank you for nourishing my family, my village, and the world. And I just want everyone to know that, you know, the more that you stay in this place of gratitude for whatever it is that you need, the more that all of these things will flow to you. So keep that energy of your your love in your auric field and do and approach all of your prayers from a place of gratitude. Then you'll truly manifest what it is you need in your life. Well, in the the spirit of gratitude, um, let me say just, you know, from my heart to yours, dear Sonia, Mm -hmm. thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you again for sharing with us Mm -hmm. in this time from your Mm -hmm. heart, because you bring your heart here, as you always do. And and thank you for all you're doing. Oh, it's so wonderful to talk with you and to be here. And just to everybody who's listening, man, I so get you guys. I feel everybody's <laughs> love and energy. It's really, oh. it's it's wonderful. And I am going to say, just as a fun think about it and get on my website, um, I am teaching a five-day meditation retreat in Scotland in May. And for all of you who have ever wanted to go to Scotland, this is a wonderful opportunity and a very affordable opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I I think that um, sitting five days in meditation in Scotland with all of the Davic realm around us would be just uh, really fantastic. So oh, my it website, would be amazing. Go ahead. Yes, it would. It would. My website is Sonia, S-O-N-J-A, Grace, G-R-A-C-E dot com. And you can check it out on my website. But for those of you who are travelers, I'd love to have you there. be really fun. Yes, it would be wonderful. Even those who haven't traveled much, it would mm-hmm. be wonderful to, to get out there and explore. And I can yes. see that Sonia's adventures, her journeys overseas are amazing. So, um, Well, I'm hoping I, you're I, coming. That's why I brought I, it I up. I'd love to come sometime. <laughs> You know, I want you to come I think to that it one. It would be so amazing, so amazing, <laughs> Sonia. Well, we're coming very close to the end of the show, and okay. and so I just wanted to thank you once again, dear Sonia, and remind thank people, SoniaGrace.com is where to find out all about you, and um, you. and just take care, and I hope you have a wonderful equinox in a couple of days here. You too. Thank you, and I love you guys, and love you, Susan, and I I look forward to the next time. Okay. Oh, me too. Me too. All right. Take care. Um, Just just a couple of quick notes. This show is coming on the air more often. You're going to notice a lot more. It still will be on during the day at times, but it's also going to be on at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, more consistently. And the next show is actually at that time, on the Equinox, Wednesday, September 23rd. I have Barry Eaton coming on to talk about No Goodbyes, a new book that's out, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday, September 23rd. And I also want to put a special word out to those of you who will be in in Oregon in October, because I know that Sonia is also planning something special in Hawaii in October, but those of you who will be in Oregon, 
um, on October 17th to 18th, um, Dean Schrock and Baptiste de Pop of The Power of the Heart will be in Yahats doing a retreat. And I'm putting a word out on that because they've been on this show a couple times. And you go to deanschrock.com to learn about that under the events page. So, um, And as far as this show is concerned, go to frontierbeyondfear.com to learn all about the show, the archived episodes, and also all the shows to come because we have a wonderful schedule coming together. And so I just want to thank everyone. Thank you to the community around this show, those of you who support the show, either energetically or otherwise. Thank you very much. I appreciate your energy very much so. And I hope that you all find that space of balance as you head into the equinox, or if you're listening across time on the equinox now. Take care, everyone. I will see you next time.